0: iHeart does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at CallShe.com. The
1: 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening.
3: Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah, yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSN.
0: Top of the morning to you. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss, Pauly Howard live downtown Las Vegas, Circa a Resort and Casino with ongoing coverage of DraftKings Network Super Week, the epicenter of the sports world. Really good show lined up today. Among our guests, Julian Edlow on the program, Jeff Seeley and Frank B. He's going to be in studio for an hour. That's at uh, 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific. A sharps sharp, as he has been referred to by many, many betters to us over the years. Can't wait to have him in studio a little bit later on, Paulie, as the numbers for the big game remain the same. Chiefs a two-point dog, total 47.5. I'm checking out uh, the VSIN. Super Bowl betting guide, which is out now at vcin.com. You know that Brent Musburger, who called Raiders games for a couple of years here at Allegiant Stadium, he bet, Brent, you got to send us a text or give us a call sometime or say, hey guys, I want to come on the show. He bet a Super Bowl exact a box back on December 9th with these two teams. The Chiefs winning pays 14 to 1, Niners winning pays 11 to 1. So he had faith in the Chiefs getting there two months ago. right. It didn't look good. No. It was a lot of, lot of issues, right? And the
4: 49ers are like a freight train, and now they come in, and uh, even though they're laying two, how about the fact in our guide, 34 people were asked to who wins the game. 21 picked Kansas City, even though they're the underdogs. And uh, everyone has a pick with the game and some props. One person, and this could spell trouble, 34 people picked the game. One person picked the blowout. Care to guess who? Oh, I'm well aware. (laughs) If I could have guessed one person, (laughs) it would have been this guy. It was Stu Gatz, who has the Chiefs winning 42 to 14. He's the only person
0: who predicts a blowout in the game. Well, I will say this. If he gets, if he's close to that prediction, I cannot wait to listen to him on Monday. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) that <laughs> because it's no, gonna, it, yeah. <laughs> he's it, just going to be
4: he's notoriously bad with his picks right as they uh they like to give it to him uh and he's out here thursday friday he's already out here but they're here with stadium swim with the levitard crew but that's uh 42 14 with kansas city god i hope that doesn't happen um did you find this interesting by the way yeah. only five other people picked a double digit margin of that's victory. right that's yeah. it and they were all like 10 11 point margins yeah. and there's several i had 23, 21. Uh, other people have the exact same score, and a lot of people are going 24-21, 23-21, 23-20 in that range. So I, I got Chiefs in the under, and um, that's what a lot of people have too. So then again, no one knows anything, and Stu
0: Gatz might nail this damn thing sure. when it's all said and done. But I, I found that wild. I had 30-24 to 24 is my prediction, probably wow. too aggressive with the points there, and I had McCaffrey winning the MVP. A bunch of people actually have McCaffrey winning the MVP, and uh, – you're not one of them. Right. No
4: surprise with in terms of that other than one person picked Rice. Other than that, it's it's typical Chuck. A lot of Kelsey, a lot of Mahomes, a lot of McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. Um, and then to run that down with, with MVPs going back, the last time a wide receiver did it was Cup. A tight end's never done it. A running back hasn't happened since 98. I can't believe with that. With Terrell Davis. Yeah. That blew my mind. And then the defense was Von Miller. Special teams, Desmond Howard in 97. As you mentioned, so that's what you're up against going back with Super Bowl MVP history.
0: Saw so a breakdown of the the running backs to win the MVP award throughout the history of the game. And it's only been like seven in that range. The average stat line is, if I recall correctly, around 160 yards and a one and a half touchdowns. McCaffrey can get there. Like he can, mm-hmm. combined rushing and receiving yards, he can land at 160 in that range. And he can score two touchdowns in this game. And if so, I think he's going to have a great case. Uh, I do think that, again, the MVP for the 49ers in the Packers game, I think McCaffrey would have won it. And the MVP in the game against the Lions, I think there would have been an argument between Purdy and McCaffrey, but I do think people would have been split between those two guys. So if McCaffrey has a, a typical game here, like uh, since he came over from you know from Carolina last year, and he puts up some really, really gaudy numbers, he can do it. AFC, I think I'd give it to Kelsey.
4: Kelsey would have won it, don't you think? I mean, you scored three points after the first two drives.
0: How do you give it to Mahomes? Yeah, see, I would agree with that. I wonder how voters would look at that. That's, that's the thing a, that you yeah. got to do. I mean, because mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what you think or I think. you got to try to get – and that's the most difficult part, right, is trying to handicap the voters. Kelsey would have made a lot of sense. But I think people will say, well, who's getting in the ball, which is a silly argument in my opinion. Yeah, Right. Because Kelsey was making great catches, too, by the way. Yep. So get the guide, then everyone's got to
4: pick good stuff. I threw four picks in there, uh plethora of props, and someone stepped out. How about this? If someone gave out a 23-1 to one shot in the guide, use check, first
0: reception of the game. Yeah. How about that? Well, that see. Sign me up for that one. Would that not tie in to what Randy McKay, professional better, was telling us yesterday? Because he— Something safe, yep. He bet Purdy, and he laid minus 220 first— pass to be complete and his thought is they're going to try to get him in a rhythm right away nothing dangerous nothing d- down the field it's going to be a dink and dunk and if that's the case then I think that you check would be in play here a safe a safe bet underneath yep five yard dump off bam take it for six yards and we'll try to march on yes yep the other thing uh at one sports book
4: we haven't had a safety nine straight Super Bowls Yet at one book, 98% of the bets are on yes. Well, of course. That, that a safety is going to happen. Uh, and uh, I, I'm glad the 49ers are, are acting tough and saying the right things. They were Wilkes leading the charge about how they were embarrassed with the performance against Detroit. And that is a rough film session for Chase Young because they kept talking about lack of effort on a lot of plays. And he we, we eviscerated him with some of the, the first touchdown. What are you doing? I mean, he doesn't even try to make a tackle. That's one guy who has to look in the mirror. But, you know, they're saying all the right things, but then they have to go out there and prove it because this defense has been uh, bad going back the last couple of months. So we haven't seen their A game as a team, and it starts with the defense too. So will they slow down Mahomes? But a, a couple things I added, and they are acting tough, so I'll have to, maybe they come out strong. You're telling me there's not going to be a score in the first six and a half minutes. That's how it's priced, right? So you, you look at the first quarter total of 10, and Kansas City first quarter points allowed, four or five times they allowed seven points. They, someone scored a touchdown on them. Other than that, it's nothing but zeros and threes. And they allowed zero, three, and seven so far first quarter in the playoffs. And although San Francisco gave up 14 to Detroit, if you're going to use ball control and we're going to have some lengthy drives to start, I took under 10 first quarter and I took under 23-and-a-half second half because Kansas City's 18-and-2 to the under this year in the second half. They've allowed a total of 10 points in three playoff games in the second half. Yeah, yep. So those two, those are two that stick out to me and I had
0: Yeah, a couple of things with Mahomes that really caught my eye, digging more into the numbers. And I went back and looked at when Mahomes played San Francisco in recent years. Again, they played in the regular season in 2022. Well, he was a magician in that game, throwing the football. He was 25-of-34. 423 yards, Paulie. it was 12.4 yards per attempt. He threw three touchdowns and one INT. He had a grand total of zero carries in that game. None, because he didn't have to, because they were thrown all all over the team. In the Super Bowl in 2020, it was kind of the opposite. He threw 42 times, only completed 26 passes. He threw two INTs, and it was only 6.8 yards per attempt, so not close to the game that he had a couple years later in the regular season. And because of that, and the pressure was getting there, he had nine carries for 29 yards and a touchdown. And you brought up Chase Young. There's been a theory kicked around that Chase Young's been so bad that he might not start in this game. Mm-hmm. And he's really, really awful against the run game anyway. He can only try to get to the quarterback. If Young starts in the game and he's going to get snaps, I think you got to look at Mahomes. And I know people are making the case for the rushing yards to go over. How about the rushing attempts, which is four and a half minus 125 as we speak at DraftKings. A couple of good tweets here to tie it in from uh, hayden winks really really good on fantasy he points out that mahomes scramble rate in 2023 versus three or four pass rushers was 9.4 percent versus five plus rushers it goes down to 2.6 percent the 49ers are 30th in blitz rate and most often rush with four and he says should be opportunities to scramble here and there and when Mahomes does face pressure versus three or four pass rushers, he has the third highest scramble rate in the NFL. So that now is out juiced to minus 125 but this is going to be i think a um, more of a game like it was in the super bowl in 2020 and not so much the regular season of 2022 when he was wow. so good in the
4: air. Oh, okay, that was bad though and that was scantling Smith Schuster and Kelsey they had no answer. So you want to say 2 years ago throw it out? How about how about I use the Cincinnati game from this year, right? Burrow and the Bengals that went up and down the field in San Francisco. They did. They beat them 31 to 17. Burrow threw for 283, three touchdowns, and Mixon had 87 yards and a touchdown. That's another one that I, I point to as well. About this is not a good defense. And that was a, Detroit did whatever they wanted. Cincinnati did whatever they wanted. Two years ago, Mahomes did whatever he wanted. Yeah. And I have, I'm with you. I think Spagnolo against Wilkes is a big edge to Kansas City, and I would have my concerns about Wilkes as well. This is not Ryan's, this is not Salah. This, I, I don't recognize this defense the last two months from San Francisco. I'd like to know
0: how this 49ers defense would have performed this year without any lead offense. Like, let's say the offense was middle of the pack. And I say that because how many times throughout the year did the offense give the defense a really big lead, meaning the opposition was going to throw back, drop back to pass and throw, and not you know abort the run game? That happened. All the time. So if the offense never got out to big leads, meaning the other team could stick with the run and be patient, I think they probably would have been gashed the entire time and the numbers would be hideous. Mm -hmm. And that's why if the if the Chiefs are patient here and it's Pacheco left Pacheco right, maybe your MVP ticket at 30 to one and maybe other props that we bet on that guy will come through more likely
4: Purdy 350 and a big game or he implodes.
0: And the moment's say.
4: too big and, and he, he shrinks. I would lead towards him imploding. Yeah. I said so what I the, the chief secondary's too good. Uh-huh. Who can Defense throw on is them? great, 17 a game. I do see a resemblance to Lee Harvey Oswald, don't you? With Purdy? Yeah, I never noticed that till the reporter asked him. He was having none of it. I'm just a
0: patsy. But he, I mean, he looks like him, don't you think? I haven't seen the side by side, I never looked at it. Did you see a side-by-side? Yes. Oh, I didn't see yes. that. you got to point it it's, out to it, me. Yeah. He looks like Lee Harvey Oswald. It's DraftKings Network Super Week, uh, week here. We're going to run down the best and worst ATS teams in the NBA and college hoops. They did it again last night. iHeart Media does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at CallShe.com. The
1: 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening.
2: The money
4: on V-CEN. This segment presented by DiGiorno. It's not delivery, it's
0: DiGiorno. And it is DraftKings Network Super Week here. Mitch Moss, Paulie Howard with you. Live from the Circuit Resort Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Your weekly look now at the best and worst teams in the NBA and college basketball sides and totals. The best team in the NBA this morning, Paulie, at covering games? Orlando. that's 64.7%. Wrong. OKC dropped one last night, so now they're 31-19-1 ATS, second best in the NBA. The Knicks were destroying Memphis, and I don't know what happened in that fourth quarter. Well, they relaxed. The Grizzlies scored a ton of points. Yep. So the Knicks did not cover. They were huge favorites. Went over two. Yep. Yep. 29-20-2. The 76ers are 29-20, and and the Jazz, who got OKC last night, are 30-21-1, and and this team at home is with a bullet now. Still, the best team covering numbers. They do it every night the
4: way it seems. Yep, and now the Clippers are the one seed in the West with Minnesota. (laughs) I I, I can't get there with this
0: team. It happened again, by the way. You see what happened? They were up 23 in the second half. Another huge fourth quarter slash second half lead that disappears, and they lost
4: in overtime. Yep. So Clippers, the one seed, they're getting a lot of help here. They're living right. They're 26-5 and five since December, and OKC, Minnesota continue to kick games. Juicy. is uh, How live do you think those tickets are on Kawhi to win the MVP? Yeah, you got a shot. They're We're, getting there? These numbers, yeah, we'll get to it coming. These numbers are ridiculous. The wor- I, I was not aware of how strong these numbers are. Okay. It's historic what he's done since December
0: 1st. The worst teams in the association covering numbers. Well, here we are. Uh, This team's played 50 games on the season, and they're covering at a clip of 28%. So if you're fading them the entire year, you're hitting 72% of your bets. It's the Hawks, 14 and 36 ATS. I'm hitting 0% against this team. (laughs) Can't figure them out. Uh, Hornets, 17 and 32 ATS. Bucks, losers again last night. One and four with Doc now. 19, 30 and 1 ATS. Cavs first place. How does it taste? Suns are 19, 29 and 2 and the nuggets are 21-28 and 2 on the year. When it comes to totals in the NBA, your best over team Philadelphia 30 and 19. What are the numbers going to look like with no Joel Embiid? I know. Is it going to be still a, a nice high powered yep. offense? At one book they are the
4: favorites to get Klay Thompson, which I I know it's business and not you know, it's business not personal. I can't do that. If I'm Golden State, Brian Windhorst said it won't happen because they're going to build a statue for the guy. Yeah. But uh, who knows if they move him. And he was benched the other night in crunch time. So, and maybe Wiggins can be dealt to Dallas, too. It seems like he Those could be the on the rumors. Numbers. But, with this, right, this has been ugly so far without Embiid. And uh, you're right, no defense. And uh, it's been a horror show for them as a team.
0: By the way, Sneaky, under the radar here, Warriors know number two second best team going over on the entire year they are 28 and 19. The Indiana Pacers are third at 30 21 and 2. Pistons are 28 20 and 1 and the Hawks are 29 and 21 to the over, the best under teams in the league, Denver 32 and 19, Memphis, no surprise here even though they have some of the low, lowest totals night in and night out, 30 and 21, Heat 30 and 21, Knicks the same record and the Clippers are 27 21. And one in college basketball, we move into the best teams covering numbers so far, and they did it again last night. It wasn't looking hot. The golfers were down by nine in the second half to Sparty. They came back and they covered updated numbers this morning. Minnesota's 19 and three ATS. Yes. Good job, Matt Humans. Everything won.
4: 3-0 on the program with College Hoops plays yesterday. In the last two weeks, he's gone against North Carolina's
0: big favorites. They've lost the game outright both times. Yeah. Now, how about that? Clemson actually should have wins in recent weeks over North Carolina on the road and at Duke. They got jobbed at the Mm -hmm. end of that Duke game. That's uh, that's only the second time ever Clemson's won at North Carolina. Right. Texas A&M Corpus Christi, 14 and four. Richmond, 16, five and one. Southern Utah, 15 and five. Eastern Washington, 15, five and one. The worst teams in college basketball covering numbers. Detroit's 19 and five. Uh, I'm sorry. Check that. They're five and nineteen ATS. Five and nineteen ATS. Don't have a win. No. Pacific five and seventeen. Missouri same record. Middle Tennessee State five and fifteen. IUPUI six and sixteen ATS. The best teams in this sport going over. Wright State seventeen and five going over by more than nine points per game. Kentucky more than hundred points last night against a bad Vandy team. Sixteen and five. Their games are going over by, by more than eleven points per game. Denver fifteen and five. Wofford, 15-5 over, and San Jose State, 15-6 to the over on the year. And the best teams in this sport to the under, Dartmouth, 14-3 to the under, staying under by 10 points per game. That's impressive. Eastern Illinois, 13-4-2. Vanderbilt, before last night, 16-5 to the under. Western Illinois, 14-5, and and Rutgers, 16-6 to the under in college hoops. Excellent. Good stuff. A good and, job uh, by you yesterday. You called yeah. the streak coming to an end. Yeah,
4: well, Aiden Hill was great. I mean, sometimes you get a goalie who stands on on his head. I know McDavid said he liked their game afterwards. So he had the shorthanded goal. They had the lead, and that was it. Hill had 30 saves, and it is over, so no history. So they have to settle for the second-longest winning streak in NHL history. They have played 11 straight unders, and uh, the empty net goal puts it uh, to make it 3-1. You, you were asking about Kawhi. In their last 30 games, when Kawhi plays, they're 25-5. and five. He's averaging 26 a game, shooting 57%, 51% from three, and 92% from the line. He's the first player to average 25 a game on 55-50-90 shooting splits over any 30-game spanned all time. All time all now. time. So, yes, you have a shot here with that. The Brunson tickets could be live, and you mentioned Mitchell yesterday with the Cavs. That this is to me, it's wide
0: open for yeah. MVP. And these weeds were big numbers a week ago, and and they're still big numbers. You can still find Kawhi this morning at fifty to one at DraftKings. I think that's the biggest number that I've seen on him still available. When I was looking last night, I saw him as low as uh, twenty-five or thirty to one. Uh, the Mitchell number is down to one hundred and fifty to one from five hundred yesterday. Is there if they're the two seed, and as you said yesterday, Paulie Donovan Mitchell has carried this team on his back. Does he have a realistic shot? I would think so.
4: I mean, is, is the record, do they only have like 21 losses, 22 losses, something like that? I mean, if that's in play, I would... Uh, well, if they get the 60 it. wins, I mean, then certainly the guy can win the yeah. award. Well, what the, I was going to say, what do the Knicks do then as well? Because Brunson's holding it down without with these guys out as yeah, well. Yeah, I mean, they just, they lose that one game to the Lakers when they started the fourth quarter. They made one, sh- didn't make a shot for six minutes. But if this guy continues to average 30 a game and carry the Knicks, Brunson's going to be in the mix. And then what happens with Kawhi? But I mean, if the Clippers get the one seed and they because they're 26 and five since December 1st. Right. And it's it's a, it, there's so many good teams in the West. If they're the one seed and they run away with it and he continues to put up historic numbers,
0: I would think it'd be Kawhi over Mitchell. I also think at that point it could be Tyron Lue for coach of the year. If they run away with the one seed in the West, the talent's going to hurt them.
4: They have a lot of talent. It's a great roster. Um, I mean, he, he likes the guy. Yeah, uh, he's a very yeah he's a very good coach. But uh, Dagnote is also respected in what a young team what he's done with OKC. We'll see how it uh, how it falls with the standings at the end. That's but uh, Lou would have a case, yes.
0: It is funny because when you look at the names at the top of the list now, like I want nothing to do with Giannis to win the MVP. I don't have a penny on him. I don't plan on putting anything on him whatsoever. I mean, look at the numbers Luca puts up when he's healthy. Doesn't defend, though. They're sick. He doesn't play defense. And yep. I, with their seed, where their projected landing right. spot is, he's not going to win. I want nothing to do with him. Boston can win 60-plus games. I want zero money on Jason Tatum. Yep. I, just, I just don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. I don't want anything on Durant. I already have Booker preseason, so, but I don't think either one of those guys can win it. I just, I think, I mean, Joker is minus 155. So at the end of the season, we could be like, oh, yeah, okay, look at his numbers again. And historically, he's putting, he's doing stuff nobody's ever done. So he's going to win the award. But as of today, it's Joker, SGA, Brunson, Kawhi, Mitchell. I think that's, I think that's the way I would look at it right now. With the five players with the best chance to win the award. Oh, the odds are ridiculous. Kawhi can't
4: be 50 to one and SGA can't be plus two, as low as plus 260. It can't be. No, No one's ever done this before. Well,
0: you he, he want to talk about guys that are carrying teams. I mean, overall, you just said the Clippers have a ton of talent. Who's got more talent? They have more talent, but certainly, yeah. But what if SGA, what if they get like the four or five seed? That's a
4: good team, too. Well, they, they can also, a get, they, they could also get a good the player. They also still get the wire. Yeah, they could, yeah. But I also I want to give full marks to, to their coach, who's done an excellent job.
0: Sure, uh, sure. And I need to say and, this again, because they got pounded in the second half down low. You have to make a move. And even though Holmgren had four blocks last night, he needs some help down low. you got to bring in another big body. you got a zillion picks coming up. Make one move. That's all we're asking yep. here. And that has
4: changed big time. Wembenyama's high is 230 now. Rookie of the year. How that has flipped. Yeah. It was uh, all Chet, and now that's flipped. And there are two... There are two nasty Malinsky specials tonight. Wow. I mean, All time Malinsky specials in the NBA. You're talking about 11 and 12 came road, 11 day Days? road trips, and, and now coming back. So these are these are two all timers that stick out tonight. You're,
0: yeah, you're locked on DraftKings Network Super Week. Up next here on Follow the Money, Vsin D Sports Betting Network. Paulie's going to run down win some, lose some action from last night, and a move on a total that came home with a team that is suddenly a dead under. Details on that coming up next.
1: Last night wow winning or was it a rough one well they can't all be winners can they losers you're a loser Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in winsome blueom
4: this segment brought to you by Bayer aspirin the official sponsor of fans hearts Pacers Rockets over 242 up to 245 132 129 Indiana rector's money line three to one Clemson money line plus 250 Nevada money line two that line stunk Utah State is so good at home, they're only laying five. Buried by Nevada at home. Oilers, 11 straight unders. Lost last night, three to one. Bucks, Suns under. 246 down to 241 and a half. And the Suns, from two and a half up to five. Suns get the
0: win and it stays under. Something to, to keep an eye on, to monitor. With the Bucks now, that Doc took over. The defensive numbers have gotten a lot better. And uh, their totals are still really inflated. At Denver. It closed 237 and a half, scored 220. The next game went under. The game at Dallas went under. The game against Utah went under. And last night, the game also went under. I mean, they have turned into a team. Now, that was, by the way, 246, as you said, all the way down to 241 and a half, had no chance to go over unless you had overtime in that Mm -hmm. game. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Thunder Jazz under 243 down to 237. Big move. And it fell 241. Dogs... Went six and one straight up last night in hockey. There was one pick'em. You don't see that every day. In the opposite end of the spectrum. In the NBA favorites, the last three days are 20 and 2 straight up. One of the losers was the epic collapse by Minnesota. Subscribe, be part of the team. Visa.com, our radio and podcast friends. You always want to see these tweets and videos. This is Tank the Dog who needs a flashlight to go to the bathroom outside. And there he is. He's got the little flashlight in his li- in his mouth and he's looking for a spot to go outside. I've never seen this before. It's incredible. The dog has got the flashlight in his mouth as he's looking to, yeah, hey, I got to pick up the right spot here, right? And I need the flashlight to do my business. That's Tank and that's what he needs. They should give him a uh, miner's cap. <laughs> yes, right. That's awesome right oh look at that walking around the other guy's like i don't know what to make of this leave me alone i'm trying to go to bed the light's too bright here as, as tanks in the backyard looking for a perfect spot sharing is caring i love this one the dog gets to choose one you want the the burnt snack the waffle or the regular one he grabs the birds oh you're gonna take the burnt one? Oh, he gives it to his big friend <laughs> then he taps him on the head that's for you buddy there you go puts the paw right on the head he could take that one huh you want the regular waffle or the one that's burnt? And he surprisingly goes
0: burnt. Oh, but the I mean, big surprise, he brings it over to his pig buddy. The, the, the best part of this is just like it's natural. No problem here. Uh, they just have a pig living at the house. Yeah, yes, And, right. and the, by the way, the pig crawled underneath that table too to go eat it. Uh, sure. Yeah, yeah. All right. I love how he pats him on the head. Here, good boy. This is for you. Uh, I love there you, you go, buddy. Huh? Yeah, right. See what I do for you on there a daily basis? Right.
4: Yeah, like putting his head right there. There you go. Yeah, take that one. Uh, going in fresh. Luke sent this in. Doug with the trash. You got the trash one i still love that look at the, i can't believe he picked the burnt one and he goes over to the big okay uh lose some knicks memphis under 217 down to 212 and a half exploded late 123 to 113 dallas Nets over, 233.5 up to 237. 119-107 Dallas. The Nets were 21-4-1 ATS in the first quarter at home. Uh, but that goes up in flames. Or was it on the season? Right, let me, no, I, home. on this. Home. Oh, is it home? Okay. Yeah. But that didn't get there as well. George Washington from 4.5 up to 8. Routed by 23. No good. One lose some. Darren Revell tweeted this out. This will be at the stadium sunday for the super bowl yeah i don't know i mean this is you're you're talking about a fully loaded baked potato with crab legs and mac and cheese just give me the crab legs and the mac and cheese i don't want the baked potato unnecessary
0: yeah it's 49.99 I will say this that's a healthy portion yes it is so 50 bucks with that yeah. much mac and cheese and that much crab that's probably uh pretty not, not not an awful deal you're going to the game there you go it's the colossal baked
4: potato stuffed with creamy mac and cheese king crab legs and main lobster and a grilled lemon 49.99 two bad beats thanks to Kevin who sent this in Rogers Canisius plus four and a half they were up 14 at the half they're down three with one second. They foul the kid; it's both free throws. They lose by five. Oh my aching and ass! And the Timberwolves up 23 in the second half in Chicago. They allowed 47 points in the first half to Chicago. Number one defense in the league. Chicago scored 129, and the Timberwolves lost in overtime. Unacceptable. That can't happen. Great job, but fellas. it does over and over and oh, over yeah. again with yeah. that team. Yeah. Well, with the defense, all right. What's going on with the defense? And now you might spit up the one seed. Great job, fellas. That's win some, lose some.
0: That is tough. All right. Um, so, what are these Malinsky specials that you speak up here tonight? Okay. In so, the
4: NBA. So the Clippers are laying six and a half. The numbers telling you something, right? I mean, the Pelicans are playing well, but the last time Los Angeles went in New Orleans, the game was over in the second quarter. They were up 30 in that game and did whatever they wanted. The Clippers return home after their Grammy road trip. It was a 7-game road trip in 11 days. They went 6 and 1. Sunday they were in Miami, Monday they were in Atlanta, and now the short turnaround they're at home against New Orleans. Hold my beer, Sacramento. The Kings chiming in, wait a second, we had a 12-day road trip. They come home tonight, but they are taking on the Pistons. Although the Pistons have been very good in the first quarter, getting off the hot starts. They're also laying a huge number, as the Pistons are the the worst team in the league. And uh, they only have six wins on the season, or no, four wins on the season. So these are two that are just, these are all-time Malinsky specials tonight. An 11-day road trip and a 12-day road trip, coming back with their first game back. And I like the Pelicans. I can't get there with the Pistons because, yeah, they are, excuse me, they are six and 43. I, I, seven, How big I, is that number right 12 now? 12 and a half. 12 and a half. And there are seven and a half now with the Clippers. But that's a big number. This, is, this will be a true test. Maybe they're so good that they're impervious to bad spots. And this 26 and 5 run, it's just
0: this team's just too talented and too good, and uh, it doesn't matter. Well, not only. This is a horrible spot. Yeah, it really is. I mean, to go back to back Sunday, Monday, now back home, you know, to close up that road trip and you play, it's not Thursday we're talking about here, not Friday. They got absolutely zero favors here by the NBA and the schedule makers. And the Pelicans are also a very good basketball team. You also count the days down to the All Star break.
4: You know, we're thinking of vacation. You think yeah, I'm sure these guys are thinking of vacation too. Your stuff your stuff
0: you have lined up ready to go with that week off for the NBA. And that's uh, right around the corner. Twelve Pistons are feisty enough that twelve and a half might be a good enough number to get there. They're also yeah. t- top five, as we just ran down a half an hour ago. They're one of the best teams at going over this year. So, uh, yeah, King's
4: seventeenth in defensive efficiency. Yeah. Pistons can get theirs. And again, I love the they got they got Gallinari, uh Bobby. they got guys that can score. So the question is, do they get stops? But maybe the Kings come out, disrespect them. You're taking care of business. You haven't been home for two weeks. Next thing you know, you got a game in the third quarter.
0: What do you make of this Warriors game at the, at the 76ers? Very interesting. No right. Embiid again. Right. now uh, who, For
4: four weeks now is what we have. Sure. And now the deadline's tomorrow. So who, do you trade Thompson? Do you trade Wiggins? Kaminga's been great. You're three games under five you You're a major disappointment. I don't think you're going to make the playoffs. And what do you do with the, right? What do you do with the 76ers? The fact that look at this number. This tells you all you need to know. I still, you've had guys out. Melton's been out, and 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 Maxi missed a game here. But that no show against the Nets. And then what happened getting run out in the other game? The fact that Golden State. With an easy schedule, mind you. Still under 500, favorite in Philadelphia is all you need to know.
0: Okay, so you brought up this earlier as well. You said Clay Thompson at one book is the favorite. Well, the, the Sixers are the shortest shot on the board, I should say, to land Clay Thompson before the deadline. What about Wiggins going to Philadelphia? Would that move make more sense in Clay Thompson for Philly at this point? Uh, I don't I mean, know. I,
4: yeah, uh, I, I guess uh, well, the rumors are Dallas, but he's had a weird career. Disappointment in Minnesota, didn't live up to the hype, goes to Golden State, finds himself, wins a championship, and now he's sure. been bad this year. So I maybe that I don't know what more he's thinking, but certainly Philadelphia is gonna make a move here. Right. But I would I would lean um if he goes, he goes to Dallas. Well
0: things I thought I would never say. This would be one of them. If I'm Philadelphia, I'd much rather have Andrew Wiggins at this point than Clay Thompson. I mean, if the guy can't even get on the court in crunch time. I know. And it, the entire year now has been this guy sulking and Kurt trying to pick him up. And he just he lost his fastball and he's no longer close to the same player that he once was. It was it was emotional. Did you watch the interview? That was a tough scene. I know it was. I mean, he knows it. Oh, he's
1: what well that aware. Means, I
4: mean, you go from one of the best players and certainly one of the best shooters ever. And now you're getting benched in crunch time uh, yeah. on a team that has a losing record. So uh, that is tough to take. Father time is undefeated unless you're talking about Brady. But more so with him, it's been the injuries.
0: I mean, he missed like two and a half years. I know. Because of what he had to go through with the knee injuries and and the ACL and all that. Julian Edlow on the program coming up next. He hosts the Sweat on v weekends. He has an opinion on the side and some player props for the Super Bowl. Find out who he likes coming up next here on v bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com.
1: There's a lot happening these days but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time.
2: This is Follow the Money
4: on i Come heavy, we're a week away. Don't get caught with your pants down, at least not before the date. This segment presented by 1-800-Flowers.com. Valentine's Day right around the corner. DraftKings official
0: flowers for Valentine's. 1-800-Flowers.com. Julian Edlo joins the program now as DraftKings Super Week continues here on the DK Network. He is with DraftKings and also hosts The Sweat weekend mornings right here on the vegas stats and information network julian good to talk to you again let's begin with uh, super bowl bets that you've made so far you do have an opinion on the side so it's not just player props which number did you did you take here with the chiefs in the game
3: yeah i got in on kansas city at plus two and a half um we'll see if we we see it get back there but I just feel like there's a lot of advantages on the Kansas City side. And I'll, I'll throw out the, the sharp and square and the betting splits and stuff like that in, in the Super Bowl. I know everybody's going to give you Mahomes ATS numbers as a dog, but I just look at it as a huge quarterback advantage, both experience-wise and talent-wise. I think there's a big coaching advantage with Andy Reid versus Kyle Shanahan. I like the way that Kansas City's defense is playing more than San Francisco's. And I think if this game comes down to a kick late, I know I trust Butker more than I do Moody and I'm getting those two and a half points in a tight one. So I think there's a lot of edges there. And then when I look at game scripts as well, I think more of them favor Kansas City. It's obvious if Kansas City gets out to a lead, that favors Kansas City. But I also don't think Brock Purdy against the toughest defense he'll have seen in the postseason is good to, to go off for a third straight comeback win when we know that's not how the Niners have been winning games, even though they've done it two weeks in a row. You look at it if it's a tight game. If it's a tight game, I favor the experience. I favor Mahomes, who doesn't turn the ball over. And again, the kicking game. Mm-hmm. So I think those two game scripts set up well for Kansas City. And then if you're trailing, they haven't done it as much lately. But you, you, this is the spot where, yes, you do have Mahomes and you can lean on a comeback. The last two times, or the last time, rather, when these teams played in the Super Bowl in 2020, that fourth quarter was 21-0 Kansas City. Classic Kyle Shanahan fourth quarter
4: absolutely and i agree with everything you said i also like spags over wilks i have i haven't to see what you think i haven't done a 180 this fast on a coach like shanahan and and maybe ever how we knew he was conservative especially in big games but some of the stuff he's doing just boggles my mind
3: it's interesting timing to do the 180 on him right because the knock on him is he never comes back to win games. That's One right. of the nine consecutive weeks, they come back to win games to go to the Super Bowl. We should be saying he's getting over the hump, but you know the eye test, that uh, end of the drive in the first half against the Packers, where he just bled clock, long field goal, no good. He seems untrustworthy right now. He seems too conservative. And if you're too conservative for me against Mahomes, Reed, Kelsey, and Spags in that defense, the way they're playing right now, uh, you know you're probably yep. going to come up short.
4: So we think alike on the game. How about from some props that you like?
3: Yeah, I'll rip through them quick. I, I played the overs early in the week. We know that's kind of the the strategy. And then we come back on unders later, so I don't have any unders yet. Um, nothing more square than uh, an over on Taylor Swift's boyfriend in the Super Bowl. But here I am. I played Kelsey at 69 and a half yards. He's gone for 70-plus yards in 12 straight postseason games, though. And you watch that Baltimore game the connection that him and Mahomes have and the got to have it spots and so forward. 11 targets. He caught them all, 116 yards. San Francisco gave up almost 100 yards to Laporta last week. So I like that matchup. uh, Rushing wise, we've seen the Niners get run all over in the postseason. They're giving up 159 yards per game. They gave up 90 something to Montgomery on 15 carries, over 100 to Aaron Jones. So I did play Pacheco over 66 and a half rushing yards. Mahomes, long rush, Um, not rushing yards total, but his longest individual carry over 12 and a half yards. He's gone over it in two of the three postseason games since the 2020 postseason. He's nine and six to the over on that prop. You might remember, I bet it in the Super Bowl against the Niners four years ago. He had a 13 yard carry and it won. That was the game where his rushing prop went over by like double digit yards. And then he was just sprinting backwards on those kneel downs and his rushing prop on the whole went under. Probably one of the bad beats in uh, player prop history in the Super Bowl. Uh, so that has me sticking to the long rush in this one.
0: Yeah, how do you want to attack uh, Juszczyk?
3: Juszczyk, I did do something on, on the Niners side. I played uh, the over on his reception. I think it was minus 140 when I, I put it in. Uh, they seem to go to him in these big games and I know they had to come back. So he had the two catches for 33 yards against the lions. He had a touchdown catch when these teams played in the super bowl four years ago. He seems like a piece of this offense that, that gets involved in, in the short passing game. And, uh, if Kansas city is going to put some pressure on Purdy, uh, I think he should be able to get in there for, for at least a reception at some point in time during this game.
0: Did you also get involved in which team is going to have or make the uh, longest field goal of the contest?
3: Yeah, good price on DraftKings here, I think, at minus 115 for Kansas City to make the longest field goal. Kind of mentioned it in the analysis. Don't trust Moody as much. Trust Butker. Uh, And, you know, I I think that uh, it gives you a chance at a fair price to have that analysis play out during the game.
4: You talked to Johnny Avello, and we mentioned this yesterday, uh, in terms of the creativity, the stuff at DraftKings. Top-notch, excellent. The, you know, the direction of the first pass and how long. Uh, how about, uh, what did you? What did he say when you asked, because the only place I've seen this, longest drive of the game, 77 and a half yards. What did he tell you? Because some of the stuff, people can get confused.
3: Yeah, you can catch the full podcast, uh, Unreasonable Odds, on my timeline on Twitter, at Julian Edlow. But towards the end, I asked him, what, uh, you know, unique props are, are betters taking in this game? And he said that the over- on 76 and a half yards for the longest drive has taken a lot of money, which is pretty interesting. It's a, you know, it's over the number obviously of, of a kickoff and you get the ball at the 25 yard line and and drive to the end zone for, for 75 yards. So you're gonna need to go pretty far here. What I did clarify with him is that this does not need to be a touchdown drive. So for example, if the Chiefs have the ball on the 10 yard line, they go to the opposing 10 yard line and get stopped on fourth, fumble, miss a kick, whatever that's the end of drive that's an 80 yard drive and there does not have to be a score at the end so mm-hmm. in that situation that that would be a winner and uh apparently betters are, are liking that one they think there's going to be a long drive uh 77 or more yards in this game
4: what do you want to do with first possession of the game three minutes and 15 seconds
3: yeah you told me you like this one pauline i think i'm with you because it, it just takes one first down so as long as you or it should in in theory as long as we're not racing here. So, uh, you know, particularly if the chiefs start with the ball, um, I I don't think we're going to see a three and out to start the game. You always could, but these are pretty good teams that are going to have a game plan that they've been working on for a couple weeks on that opening drive. Um, I, I think that we should see whichever team gets the ball most likely try and work some clock there.
0: All right, little NBA action tonight. Celtics are in action. Uh, This is an angle that you told us about now for many, many weeks on the show. The team total, specifically with the Boston Celtics, not for the full game, though. You want to attack it in the first half?
3: Yeah, this team takes their foot off the gas late. We've seen it too many times. Uh, For my sake, sitting here in Boston, I hope it changes in the playoffs, but it hasn't year after year. But when they're at home, they get after it in the first half. Uh, They were 59 and a half against Memphis. On Sunday, Memphis didn't play anybody. They got to 70 in the first half there. Number isn't out yet on DK Sportsbook, but it's 128 and a half for the game. So it's gonna be a it's gonna be a big number. We're looking, you know, 65 or so here, but against this Hawks team, one of the worst defenses in the NBA on the road here. Do they move a piece before the game? Who knows? Um, I, I do think the Celtics first half team totals in a pretty good spot.
0: You know, that's, so we are on bright and early. I think that's a good tip of a piece of advice for betters right tonight. People who are recreational betters. The deadline is tomorrow, Julian. Some of these guys might be moved before the games tip off tonight.
3: Tonight and absolutely tomorrow. I I don't know if I'm going to bet many, it has to be a really good number on a team. I'm confident in not moving any pieces to bet a a side uh, this early in the morning or, or even really too close to tip. So you want to watch out for that make your bets later i will tie it into another bet though it, you know betting overs on player props not much can go wrong because if you like it you like it but you could get lucky and somebody get, gets moved on that team and it opens up even more of a role for the player you're betting an over on so we've talked about him on this show brandon miller over 21 and a half points rozier was already moved i don't know what else will happen but maybe charlotte moves another piece and it opens up more for miller i don't know if that's possible but Miller's coming off consecutive 30 plus point games 35 against the Pacers, 33 against the Lakers. Uh, he's gone over 21 po- and a half points in four of his last five. The under, he landed 21 exactly. He's playing really well right now. He's getting up a lot of volume in terms of shots 12 threes in the, the 35 point game, shot 11 in the 33 point game. And he's going up against the Pistons, who since moving OG to the Knicks, are the second worst perimeter defense in the NBA. So I think Brandon Miller's kind of getting into his own right now, and this is a good spot to play an over on him against the Raptors.
0: Very good. Uh, good. Great analysis. You can catch Julian Edlow weekend mornings right here on VSIN and the DK Network with a show called The Sweat. Julian, thanks for the time today. Best of luck this week.
3: All right. Talk next week. Thanks, guys.
0: Thank you. As DraftKings Network Super Week continues, the Waste Management Open is always one of the most entertaining golf tournaments of the entire year. One of the golfers, Indy Jeff Seeley, suggested last week, Wyndham Clark. Who does he like this week? Find out next.
1: if you
2: dare.